Good morning, this is Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group, and it's the 6th of August. We've just released our third quarter investment outlook, and what I'm going to do now is really just run through our thoughts on where markets are headed over coming months. Well, I think the starting point is to look at where we've come from, and the fact of the matter is it's been a roller coaster ride so far this year. Equity markets um, have now recovered the bulk of their losses earlier in the year. They're in fact up as much as uh, 45% or close to 45% from their lows. And they're now less than um, 5% or so down from the highs back in February. So a pretty sharp recovery. And in fact, this is one of the sharpest recoveries ever. The only other time actually when we saw a similarly sharp recovery was back in the global financial crisis. Um, But there was one big difference between now and then. And that is that back in the GFC, Uh, Equities were down as much as 60% in that bear market, whereas this time they're only down some 34%. And what that means is that even after a 45% gain back then, they were still 25% below their highs in 2007. Now we're within 5% of the highs um, back in February. So this recovery is, in that sense, pretty unprecedented. Another reason for thinking that possibly equities have come too far too fast is just if you look at uh, equity valuations, they are now on their high side. Um, The price earnings ratio for global equities is up at 18 times, the highest level in fact since um, 2003. And this is even if you use as your earnings base for the PE ratio next year's earnings, i.e. you look through the collapse in earnings this year and assume all the earnings gain is regained next year, which is what the consensus is assuming. Even if you do that, uh, equity valuations are at the highest level in close to 20 years. So this again suggests that short term at least, equities are very much looking on the bright side of life. They're assuming that, as it were, we continue to see a smooth return to economic normality. Is that likely? Well, Certainly in the first month or two of the recovery um, from the lows back in April, the recovery was pretty fast. Um, Back in April, the cumulative hit to global GDP was of the order of 16%. Um, Already around a half of this has been regained. So it's been pretty sharp. But the bad news is that the pace of the recovery has already slowed significantly. And going forward, very much our view is it's going to be a stuttering affair, this recovery. Um, I mean, one sort of headwind, which is still to sort of really hit us, is what happens when these government stimulus schemes come to an end or are wound down. And um, this is going to happen both in the UK and the US and a number of other economies over coming months. And the question is, how big a wave of unemployment and bankruptcies are you going to get? So that's one uncertainty and one drag, probably on the recovery yet to come. And the other big uncertainty clearly is um, what happens um, in terms of the virus. Do we get um, a vaccine being found and um, being um, released, as it were, by the end of this year? And the chances of that happening have um, actually gone up significantly. And there's been good news on this front, but it's still very much sort of um, not our base case. And equally, you know, that's the upside risk. But the downside risk is that clearly we do get a further sort of major secondary lockdown, and that would clearly lead to the recovery going into reverse. It's not our um, central scenario um, by any stretch of the imagination. We do think 
Um, even though there have been these secondary spikes in infections in a number of countries, particularly the States, um, contact tracing means that most likely they will be able to be sort of restrained by just localised lockdowns rather than more generalised lockdown. So um, the outlook for the economy, we think, is it's going to be a stuttering affair. And that means we think that um, equities, at least short term, don't have that much upside and, if anything, are vulnerable to a correction. Longer term, we're more positive on equities. Um, and that is because we do think um, over the next year or so, economies will slowly continue to make their way back to where they were pre-COVID. And also, just in terms of where do you put your money, there isn't actually any really good alternative to equities at the moment. If you look at the yields you're getting from fixed income in the UK, um, bank rate is all is close to zero. Gilt yields are verging on zero, and in some cases are actually in negative territory. And even corporate bonds, you're not getting any yield now of uh, more than 2%, in fact, slightly under 2%. And even though dividends have been cut substantially in the UK for equity markets, um, the FTSE All Share is still yielding, or should at the end of the year still be yielding 3 3.5% which is significantly more than, as I say, you're getting from fixed income. So for a lot of investors, either you know, if they're income-focused or even focused on capital gain, there is really no alternative to equities. And that certainly will remain a support for equity valuations. So possibly these valuations, which look pretty high, are more sustainable than you might think. So longer term, as I say, we think return prospects remain significantly higher for equities than elsewhere, even if short-term, we think markets are vulnerable to a correction. So that's our view on sort of the major asset classes. Within equities um, this year, there have really been um, big winners and big losers, or actually there's been one sort of major loser, and unfortunately that has been UK equities. Um, certainly at the regional level, the UK has been a major underperformer. Um, it's underperformed by around 20% compared to the rest of the world so far this year. Um, and it has to be said, despite the size of the underperformance we've seen, we remain fairly cautious on the UK. Um, the market is cheap, but to some extent with good reason. Um, the UK economy is going to be one of the worst hit by uh, COVID. And also we've got Brexit looming again at the end of the year. So we remain fairly cautious on the UK. We're also a bit cautious on the US. Um, the US has actually done fairly well this year. Uh, partly on the back of tech out performance, which I'll come, in, come on to in a moment. But going forward, we do think the US election poses a bit of a risk with the Democrats now the favourites. Um, also, valuations are they're always high for the states, but they're higher than normal. Um, and finally, you've got the dollar weakening, which normally is associated with US underperformance. So somewhat cautious on the states. And by contrast, we are uh, rather more positive on Asia and emerging markets. And this is very much down to China. China has been the other sort of big outperformer this year. Um, and the reason for this is very simple. Despite the fact that the virus originated in China, that economy is holding up or should hold up significantly better than the rest of the world or most other economies. So it should actually see positive growth for this year, whereas most other economies are going to see negative growth. Um, and that is a major reason why the Chinese market has actually done pretty well this year. Um, the other factor behind this is the tech sector. The technology sector is quite a, 
got quite a high weight in China, and that has helped. Because the other sort of standout performer this year has been tech stocks. Um, they've done very well. And this is because COVID has really just reinforced this sort of secular um, growth story behind the tech sector. Um, for obvious reasons, you know, working from home, increased reliance on digital technology, et cetera, et cetera. So very much um, we think the secular growth story behind tech is still there. Um, is it going to outperform going forward to the extent that it has done over the recent years? Probably not, just because valuations are higher. You've also got increased regulatory headwinds. But even so, we still we like tech and we intend to retain our exposure there. Uh, tech is actually just one of the thematic exposures we have at the moment. Uh, this is one thing which distinguishes us at Kingswood from some of our competitors. And that is that a significant part of our equity exposure is dedicated to particular themes, particular sectors. So we've got an exposure to environmental change. We've also added one to healthcare, which we think again is going to be a sort of another long-term winner, which has been reinforced by what's going on with COVID. So those are our thoughts at the moment. And really just to round up, I think the key message is that short term, we are somewhat cautious on equities. They are um, somewhat vulnerable to a correction just because they've come so far, so fast. But certainly on a medium term view, prospective returns for equities look significantly higher than they are for fixed income. Um, one provider to all of this, and that is that the economic outlook, the market outlook remains very dependent on what happens with COVID. And clearly there is a big upside risk, and that is we get an effective re release of an effective vaccine early on. And the downside risk is clearly we get um, a major secondary outbreak, which requires a generalised lockdown. So those are our thoughts at the moment, and I will leave it there. Thank you. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice. And please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future, and there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.